So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, 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 what's going on, brother? Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm super excited to dive into today's content about what couples should be doing for long-term success, something that obviously is near and dear to my heart. I've been happily married for three and a half years, going strong. We're about to have our first kid, and you know we've we've done a lot of moving around and buying houses and yeah, a bunch of different stuff. Some pretty major life changes have happened over the course of these three and a half years, and we're not experts by any stretch of the imagination, but um, there's been a couple things that my wife and I are doing that, you know, now that we have a couple friends who've been married in that like three to six year kind of range, they're looking at us and they're saying, oh, why do you guys do that? Or what's this all about? You know, because sometimes what happens is things go very smoothly when you date, they go smoothly, relatively speaking, during engagement. And even the first couple of years of marriage are smooth. And then, you know, later on, at some point, you're going to run into some challenges And at that point, that seems to be when couples will reach out to us or when, you know, just generally you start to look around and see what are other people doing that's aligned for some success. And so um, anyway, I wanted to share a couple of those things with you guys today. They're very practical, okay? This is not like here's how to cultivate intimacy, stroke her hair 20 times in, you know, every night before you go to bed or whisper sweet nothings into her ear in the morning or write sexy messages on the bathroom mirror so that when she takes a shower and the mirror steams up, she'll see the message. Like, it's not really that kind of stuff. Um, These are like more concrete things for a couple that can have vision together and really pursue something together. And part of the reason I'm so passionate about this right now is because my wife and I are listening to a lot of content about healthy marriages and getting ready for parenthood. And it's just interesting how much it comes back to the quality of the connection between mother and father. And that's been a good reminder for us because we feel, you know, a little bit like we have no idea what to expect becoming parents. And nor should we know what to expect. It's not about that. But I think it's just, it's helpful for us to know that, okay, at least there's going to be one component to this equation that we can take care of even now and that we're already at least a little bit experienced in and that is our own connection. So I want to get super practical with you guys today and, and explain why I'm thinking the way that I'm thinking. And I don't think I have anything to plug or promo. I think we'll just jump right in and uh, get down with it. So the first thing that I'm going to mention here is um, is a weekly meeting, okay? This is not a weekly date night. I've talked about weekly date night, and th- that's probably worth mentioning that you and your wife should be doing something, uh, or, or your girlfriend or fiance, you should be doing something every single week that positively contributes to your connection, um, and it, it should be intentional. It shouldn't just be like, oh, yeah, you know, we chat on the phone, for a little bit yesterday. So that positively contributed to our connection. It should be intentional, like time that you are setting aside with the purpose of connecting. There's no interruptions. There's no interference. You're not on your phones. You're not talking about, you know, like, I don't know, more practical things around the house or or plans or whatever. It's literally just with the design of getting to know each other, building experiences together. 
that kind of thing. And uh, and that is critically important for long-term success. But my actual first tip is to have a weekly meeting, okay? My wife and I meet every Sunday. We meet for roughly 20 minutes and we do a few things, okay? Uh, we're budgeters, so we'll review our budget. Kudos to my wife. She was not a budgeter when I met her, but I have converted her. And so I still do all the updating of the budget and the numbers, but then we'll sit down and go through them together. We'll, you know, shift a couple things around if we need to. And at the beginning of a month uh, or at the end of a month, we will sit down and we'll both plan out the budget for the month uh, moving forward. I used to do this a lot more individually, and I would kind of just take care of it and I would give her little updates here and there if we were really tight in an area or if we had a bit of excess. But then she was kind of in the dark and she didn't get to buy into it as much. So it felt like I was kind of the taskmaster and I was just saying, you can't spend this, uh, you can spend that. And so we, yeah, we really got that um, kind of locked in. But the weekly meeting is not really just about getting the budget in order. It's actually more about getting our house in order. So we will clean the house together if there's major cleaning that needs to get done. We will review the budget together and then we'll plan the week. We we only have one car between the two of us. So we'll make sure that the car is being used, at, you know, that we're not using the car at the same time. And we'll talk through anything else major for the week. And what it does is it just keeps things in order. Going into the week, we know like, okay, this is a busy day or we know um, that, you know, we have to be a little bit more careful with eating out because our budget's a bit tighter. We're just, it, it, it is so helpful and it's incredibly unifying. One of the things that the research shows is that for men, um, men bond in particular through a, a chemical called vasopressin, vasopressin. So oxytocin is like the love drug, like the bonding hormone, and women bond through oxytocin quite a bit. Men bond through vasopressin, and vasopressin is secreted when you do things together. There, there's sort of an active component. So that that's sort of the, the part there that's really cool, um, and, and so a weekly meeting is super helpful. Okay, that's not thing number one. Thing number two is pray together every single day. And I think this is something that my, my wife and I were just talking about this on the weekend. We we really could do this a lot better. We, we actually used to, we would we, we would meet weekly. So we would talk through the budget, we'd talk through the car usage, um, we would, you know, clean the house, do whatever we need to do. And then we would worship together. And we've kind of had seasons that that on and off with that. But the one thing we're doing right now is we're praying every night before we go to bed. And it just does something for our sleep, it does something for our connection, and it does something to the, to the spiritual atmosphere of the home, and sometimes it's very simple, you know, sometimes we're super tired, you know, it's just a quick two, three sentence prayer. Sometimes there's something on our hearts, you know, something that's weighing on us, and so we can give that to the Lord, but we get to do it together. And this is something that we're growing in because I would say the first couple of years, and, you know, we even had mentors speak into this a little bit, but the first couple of years, our spiritual lives were very individualized. And I don't think that's a formula, but it worked really well for us. It was just the seasons that we were in. And it's not that we wouldn't do those things together, but they weren't the priority. But now, you know, the seasons have changed and we're, we're getting ready to really start a family and build a, a home environment. And we've already done some things to lay a foundation for that, but... Um, but we want to build on it and we really want to take things to the next level. But even that aside, praying together every night is super, super beneficial. And you just, you lock hands, you turn your eyes skyward and you just give the night to the Lord. Thank him for everything he did that day. And it really does wonder. So 
that's two things, right? So the first thing was the weekly meeting. The second thing is praying every night. The third thing, this is really important, and this is something that my wife and I are also working on. So again, like I hope this is super clear. Like we are not the experts. These are just things that we're figuring out right now. At about three and a half years, actually, oh, it's it's actually almost four now, uh, four years that we've been married. So the the third thing is the importance or the necessity of mentors. And my grandpa and I were, or my grandpa, my wife and I were having a conversation. He's he's visiting us for a little bit. Um, he's staying at my parents' place, which is just down the road. But he lives in a city that's about two hours away, and he's very COVID conscious. He doesn't like coming out. And so we don't see him very often. And it's always a treat when we do. And so we, we got to talking yesterday, and we were asking him about, you know, marriage and all the kind of stuff that he's been through. And uh, super fascinating. You know, he's very, very insightful, very wise. He's 92 years old and sharp as a tack. And my wife had asked him something to the effect of, you know, how did you and grandma get through the more difficult seasons in your marriage, you know? And he replied, no hard seasons. No hard seasons. What? And she was like, no, no, but you know, like what, what, like no hard seasons. Like what, what you mean? Like, no, I, I mean like the challenges, you know, and when things are difficult and he said no hard seasons and it, it wasn't, it wasn't like in this kind of like covering up sort of way. Like my grandpa's very, um, very forthright. Like he, and he's very, I mean, he was telling me yesterday about like all the money he's got in his different bank accounts and how much he's got invested here and there. And like, he's, he's just, he's an open book. So he's got nothing to hide, but he basically, he was making this point. And his point was, if you ex- if you go into marriage and you expect things to be hard, they will be hard. If you go into marriage and say, yeah, you know, we're probably going to fight and we're probably not going to get along about certain things or, you know, well, we have a lot of tension around this conversation about raising kids. So, you know, that's just going to be a pain in the butt when that time comes around. If you're going in with those expectations, they, they will inevitably be, be met. You will make them happen. And so what he was saying is don't, don't expect things to be difficult in the marriage. They don't have to be that way. And, you know, he and my grandma did have a, an incredible marriage. They were married for over 60 years before she passed away. And I, I don't doubt for a second that what he was saying was true, that they maybe they didn't have any hard times in their marriage or, or times where the marriage was, you know, particularly strained. I certainly never witnessed anything. But uh, above all, the, the point he was illustrating or getting across was, don't expect it. Don't don't learn to expect that. And so, you know, that's something Shaloma and I are doing even as we get ready to raise kids is you have all these parents who just project their experiences of, oh, you know, it's so hard. And I I, I just find it so funny when, you know, parents are like, oh, just you wait, man. This is going to be you, da, 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 da. And I see the things they're doing and I'm like, I already know that's not going to be me. And, and again, I, I don't think I'm invincible. We're not coming in naive that like, it's just going to be a walk in the park and it's going to be super easy. But grandpa really set something straight for me, which is, hey, you don't you don't have to go not go in naive and just think everything's going to be super easy. But you also don't have to go in and think everything's going to be super hard and expect the worst and brace for impact. You know, there, there's, there's some kind of healthy balance that he and my grandma were able to strike of there's challenges, but we're going to get through them and it's going to be fine. And we're not going to worry about them or, or live in fear of anticipation that they might come. It's just not going to help us. So I just found that super insightful. And um, I, I guess if I was to kind of consolidate this into my third point, it would just be guard your expectations. <clears throat> and I mean that word quite seriously, because you will have people when you go through any any season, any stage of life, if people feel like they've been through it before themselves, they are going to give you advice. And 99% of the time, it's absolutely useless because the advice they give is not tailored enough 
to your unique situation or they have simply projected their own experiences, not realizing that their own experiences are more a reflection of them than the stage of life itself. So guard your expectations. Make sure that you and your significant other are talking those things through. You're, you're kind of tempering them yourselves, I guess, for lack of a better expression. And uh, you know the reality is those expectations will probably get met. So that is everything for today, guys. Three things every couple should do. First thing is meet weekly. And honestly, I would say even if you're dating, this is something you should be doing. Meet weekly, talk through the week. Even if it's just as simple as when are we having date night? Get in the habit now. Second thing, pray together or or do something spiritually connecting together. Worship together, pray together, read the Bible together. Uh, those are those are like good pillars to probably start with. Do something together that is spiritually enriching for your lives. It will it will change everything. And the last thing is guard your expectations. Just be be incredibly sensitive to the expectations you guys are setting of each other, of your stages in life, and be very careful about who you're letting influence those expectations. Look, if you want more uh, resources, we have the resource section on my website. This is, uh, this is a great opportunity for you guys to just get your hands on PDFs and guidebooks and all kinds of different stuff we put together over the years to help men like you experience complete freedom. I'd love for you to get your hands on it, and it, the link is in the show notes. In the meantime, guys, thank you for listening. Have an amazing day. I'll talk to you very, very soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Hey, everybody. It's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.